The Beijing Hour Roundtable Headline News World Today Footprints Deep Dive Takeaway Chinese The Chat Lounge Sideline Story Climate Watch I would like to wish you Happy Chinese Happy New Chinese Year Happy New Chinese Year. New Year Happy Chinese New Year Hey there, I'm your host Wang Zihang Do Hongyu This is Tian Yu This is Zhou Fang with The Beijing Hour For the Year of the Chinese Dragon 祝大家龙年大吉,诸事顺意 May you soar to new heights and achieve great success in your career I wish you the grace of startled swan and the wandering dragon in 2024 Hello guys, I'm your host Tian Lu with the headline news May your path be illuminated by the dragon's courage and mighty strength What's up everybody, it's Yu Shun from Roundtable Hi guys, this is Li Yi Xing Yu with Roundtable for the year of the Chinese dragon. I wish you a new year filled with strength, good health, prosperity, vitality, joy, success, and exciting adventures. Be great and unstoppable as a dragon soaring through the oceans. This is Niu Honglin from Roundtable and Takeaway Chinese. I wish you a vibrant and energetic start to this great year of the long, happy year of the dragon. Hey, this is Ding Han. Anna. This is Zhao Ying. This is Xu Yawe with World today, wishing you success in everything you do in the year of the dragon. May you have good fortune, wisdom, strength, endless moments of bliss, great success, and a bright future. Hello guys, this is Brandon Yates. This is Yang Guan with the Sideline Story as we usher in the year of the Chinese dragon. I would like to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous year ahead. Hey there, it's Yu Shan from Footprints. May your days be adorned with joy, prosperity, and good spirits. Hello, I'm Jane with Takeaway Chinese. May this auspicious year bring you abundant opportunities. Hi, this is Zhu Yun. May you find the hidden dragon in yourself in the year of the Chinese dragon. Be there with me at the chat lounge. Hey guys, this is Gao Junya, host of Climate Watch. This is Li Yunqi with the podcast Deep Dive. I wish the year of the Chinese dragon brings you strength, courage, and fiery passion. An abundance of good fortune and joy in the Chinese New Year. In 2024. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. When I was an innocent kid, ignorant of the sophisticated lives of the grown-ups, I was one day stunned to hear my mom mumble with a sigh. Oh, the celebration of the new year is so tiresome. At that moment, I suddenly began to realize the amount of work that was needed to create the sense and atmosphere of joy that we as children so enjoyed. Now it seems that the feeling is shared by the country's young people, as many confess that they feel stressed in the lead-up to the New Year celebrations. Hello, I'm Lai Ming and this is Roundtable. Today with my colleagues Li Yi and Xing Yu, we will try to locate the source of our anxieties and perhaps by knowing where they come from, we will be better able to withstand the petty inconveniences and enjoy the holiday. And first thing first, so there's been some complaints over the internet on the part of the young people about the stress and mm-hmm. pressure they feel in the lead up to the New Year celebrations. Yes, actually, there have been some discussions about this so-called mm-hmm. or spring festival anxiety. Actually, it's not really a new topic. It has been discussed, especially in recent years. And this year, some young people especially share their anxiety on social media. I mean, a recent survey conducted by Beijing News among young people, although it does not really clarify how young these respondents are. Mm-hmm. I mean, quite a lot of young respondents are anxious before the spring festival holiday. 
holiday, especially、mm-hmm. when it comes to going back home and having family reunion.、Mm-hmm. Nearly sixty percent of respondents believe it has become a burden, and if they can avoid it, they will. And about twenty-five percent say they can still manage everything, thus don't really have much concerns in this regard. And、uh, only fourteen percent express very positive sentiments, saying they're super exciting and、uh, eagerly anticipating a lively and、uh, joyful New Year celebration at home. And actually, I checked some of those complaints online, and it seems to me that family gathering stands out as a major source of anxiety and stress for many young people nowadays.、Mm. And、uh, some of those express their thoughts. I mean, they feel like family gatherings are somehow business dinners, simply for showcasing hierarchy and family authority. Some. Family members, especially those elder ones,、okay. like your aunts and uncles, and even relatives you don't really know, will somehow assert their authority or leadership at this kind of occasions. Tell you you just need to study hard, work hard, and to have the baby, find a partner. And the most difficult thing for young people is that you can't really say no at this kind of occasion. This reminds me of. The social media postings that we have been following and, and reading over the past years, and it, it might even go as far as to ten years ago when、uh, social media became a thing, and、uh, mm-hmm. there was this phenomenon where certain media outlets would、uh, almost jokingly. Uh, summarize the embarrassing moments as people go back and get reunited with the family members. Xingyu, do you think somehow this joke has become registered in people's minds and become a part of the memory? Hmm, definitely. Um, this year too, on the Chinese social media platform Weibo, we have seen trending topics like why do young people feel pressured or anxious about returning home during the Chinese New Year? And this particular topic has gained over thirty-three million views. And um, I think it somehow shows that as the society develops, these kids who used to be so happy about um. Celebrating the Chinese New Year at home with their families and playing they firecrackers, have, yeah, and playing、uh, firecrackers and classmates, yeah, and receiving red envelopes. These are some of、oh, the yeah, happiest memories about this particular festival. But as they grow up, I think they have left their hometown and they have、uh, began making money. And somehow nowadays, when they return home, they are becoming the ones who give gifts. To the family members, <laughs> so financial so, burden is one of the anxieties. Definitely, and also like Li Yi just mentioned,、um, some of the relatives probably you might visit them once in a year during this special occasion, but somehow these questions they ask might make you feel so uncomfortable, and you might also notice some. Differences in the values of different generations. So,、uh, some of the netizens also express that as the Chinese New Year approaches, the level of anxiety increases, and they feel they're reluctant to meet with these relatives, and they would rather stay in their rented apartments in the city. So, the most tangible source of、uh, anxiety or stress 
is the financial burden and the responsibility or the duty to give out uh, red envelopes instead of receiving them, and perhaps also the obligation of buying gifts for each and every member of the family. Mm. I mean, this would amount to a huge burden on someone's pocket, especially for young people who may have only just started working、yeah. in a big city and who may not be making a lot of money. But then again, there's a good saying in China in recent decades, and that is "有钱没钱回家过年 So it was、uh, <laughs> somehow a, a catchy phrase during one of the New Year、uh, galas by CCTV. It says that no matter if you've earned a lot of money or not, it still matters if you go back and、uh, get reunited with the family. So I think financial burden、uh, is. Real, tangible, but again, it can be addressed. But on the other hand, it seems to me that a lot of people who are now complaining about the stress are actually complaining about the difficulty or the challenges that they have when they have to face family members that they are not familiar with. Does it apply to you? I mean,、uh, Li Yi. To be honest, not really. <laughs> Although I live really in、close. a very close city、mm-hmm. to my hometown city, but I can. Sort of relate to those young people who are saying or complaining about their relatives, especially for those people who are say, studying or working in a completely different city from their hometown.、Mm. They are the masters of their own lives in most of the time of the year, and then somehow when they go back to home during the spring festival. They are sort of under scrutiny of their parents, of their grandparents, of their relatives in the family. Somehow, everyone. Has the right to say to judge your life, so that's why they're feeling so anxious. When I was young, I actually also had this kind of similar sentiment that I feel relatives they are so annoying. I only want to live my own life, and I don't really want to listen to anybody else' judgment or advices. But recently, especially during the Spring Festival, I just got the chance to visit some of my relatives and also the relatives of my husband's family. You know, I was so reluctant before to visit this, you know, places and their homes because I feel I haven't really met with them during the whole year, and somehow I just need to sit down with them and to have a chat. I, I don't really know what to, to talk about. But to be honest, after you experience the whole process, you feel this is actually a very warm and sweet moment that close family members gather together and they ask you, "How have you been? How's your work? How's your life?" And、uh, you feel like. Family members—they truly care about you, and they are truly happy for your success, for your joyful moments, and they can also offer some very helpful advice. So age is a factor here, and、uh, I, for one,、uh, really enjoyed traveling back home when I was single. Because that's the only family I had, and、mm. to, to be reunited with my parents and to share with them what I've seen, what they've experienced over the past year, really mattered a lot to me. But then, when I got married and I started my family, it sort of became my obligation to. Make decisions for myself, for my own family, and、uh, to call the shots. And as such, I feel the anxiety. In fact, I feel the division from my original family. As someone who's younger, I have to say, my anxiety—a bit of anxiety—comes from meeting the family obligations versus relaxation because、mm. it's a holiday. For instance, like last year before the Chinese New Year holiday, work 
was really extremely busy and you felt already exhausted before you get on this high-speed train back home. But once you see your parents, you feel very excited, you feel really happy to spend the night with them. But after that, in the following days, you have to um, visit relatives and um, uh, quite a few uh, gatherings, which involve a lot of traveling and also a lot of chatting with relatives. And they seem to be very curious about how much money you make and why you're still single and when you were getting married. And these questions can be very... um, stressful Stressful. but um, on the other hand for me it's a once in a year thing and I don't regret going back home I like bonding with my family and I cherish the moment that I spend with them but on the other hand I think in a situation like that for young adults you really need a strong mentality to not be affected by how others judge you you should have this ability to make the judgment for your own self to take those helpful advice and then to let go of these negative ones. So for me, I think that somehow after the whole Chinese New Year holiday, it just made me more exhausted physically and both mentally. But um, this is a precious experience for you. So there's no regret in that. Do you think the failure to switch from one lifestyle to another is the reason why some people feel stressed. Because many people, including um, both of you, uh, mention the origin of your stress as um, the questions that relatives might pose. When you are living in big cities, working, uh, living a very simple life, Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of expect people around you uh, at workplace not to ask you very personal questions. I mean, that's the kind of uh, lifestyle, the kind of culture that you're exposed to. In comparison, when you travel back home for hundreds, if not thousands of years, people rarely traveled. And so people stayed in touch with each other. They knew what's going on with each other. So there was no need to pry to ask you consecutive questions nonstop back in the days. But nowadays, because you are somehow working in a different city and you are quite separated from them and they don't really know much about you. So as such, to show that they care about you, to know, uh, to get informed, they they probably uh, forget to respect the boundaries or the privacies of young people who may have been exposed to a different culture where they work. I think you just uh, provide a very helpful suggestion for those young people out there who feel anxious about those questions coming from relatives because it's all about perspective. It's all about how you perceive those questions. Mm. Maybe some people feel like you are simply crossing the boundaries. You are simply asking some impolite questions about my salary, about my personal life, about my marriage, about my child. But somehow you can also understand it as a way of caring about you. And also, I think for young people, as you previously mentioned, sometimes they still feel like they need to live up to family expectations or societal expectations. So when those questions were thrown to them, they are not only feeling those questions, they are also feeling those judgment. Ex- yeah, judgment and, and expectations behind those questions. Somehow they feel like I should get married early, I should have child, I should decide to have my own child early, and I should really work hard as those people are suggesting me. 
But I mean, you can simply ignoring those expectations and simply understand them as good wishes and care, and that could be just helpful for you to understand the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I totally agree that understanding is the key to understand that no family is perfect, and、um, probably it's good to set realistic expectations for yourself and also your family members. Actually,、um, it's important, I think, to understand oneself and、mm-hmm. then understand people around you or people who are curious about you, because、uh, we are talking about people who work in a different city who traveled probably hundreds of miles. To a different city to look for job opportunities. These are probably college-educated, very competitive members of the society of the workforce. So they have received very good education, and、uh, they are probably、um, better at communicating with other people in the sense of delivering messages and、mm. making their ideas across. In comparison, those who stayed behind, they don't necessarily know what's going on in the big cities, and as such. Uh, they can only approach the world in the way they've been taught, according to the environment where they're being raised.、Mm-hmm. So that's their perspective. And so I think for the educated members、uh, of the society, especially young people, I think is is important to know to show a little magnanimity to to know the world is complicated and people are different, and that what they want to do is simply to know more about you, and they're simply curious. And also, I really want to stress that anxiety before holidays or major festivals like Spring Festival holiday isn't really a unique thing here in China. Because I also see some media reports saying, you know, young kids and also children are experiencing sort of anxiety before Christmas in Western world、mm-hmm. because they feel like it's a holiday. It's a major. Mark of the year, and especially I mean Spring Festival and Christmas, they just remind you that another year has passed, and you are about to welcome a new year. It's somehow like you know when you are over twenty-five years old, and all you feel about celebrating birthday is stress and anxiety. So it's come, <laughs> so it's somehow like a similar things. So I just wanted to say that there could be various reasons for individuals to feel anxious, and、um, not every one of them could be specifically related to Spring Festival. But we can totally understand why they are feeling anxious, and there are always ways to sort this out. For people who complain that family gatherings can be somehow business-like, that showcase familiar authority, I couldn't agree more. Because in my family, there is a very strict protocol or a procedure that we have to follow. I mean, every little unit of the family. For instance, my parents and I will have to stand up and toast. The other small family units, like my cousin's family, and、uh, there are three of them, so we have to take our steps and in the right order. So the formalities、uh, that we have to endure sometimes can be a bit overwhelming, especially for young people who have been accustomed to living、uh, by ourselves or in small family units. But again, as someone who's slightly older and have Uh, thought more about it. I think formality sometimes it can be important in life. When you have more than a dozen items on the to-do list and more than three priorities, three priorities in life, then perhaps、uh, all the time you can spare for your family members and relatives is is the time you have for formalities. That's the most basic thing we can do. I mean, you can't really afford to. Talk to each and every member of the family about 
the interesting encounters or the complaints you might have at work. Nobody has the time for it.、Um, perhaps、um, the way we can make sure that we all still love each other and that we still care about each other is to share the formalities and is to partake in the formalities. And then it's important to know that the society, including the family you go back to during the New Year holiday, is. Not to be tolerated is something to be enjoyed. Human beings, we live in communities. It's important to blend in. I mean, that's the only way to help people enjoy life, including yourself. You're listening to Roundtable. Up next, should pre-cooked dishes have a place on the dinner table on New Year's Eve? Looking for passion? How about fiery debate? Want to hear about current events in China from different perspectives? Then tune in to Roundtable, where East meets West, and understanding is the goal. Welcome back to Roundtable. So now we are very close to the traditional Chinese New Year. When it comes to the New Year, one important thing to do is to have the family reunion banquet. The feast on New Year's Eve is like the most important meal of the year. One of the major topics that people now have about the dinner is whether or not we should have pre-cooked dishes、uh, on the dinner table over that particular night. As you may have heard on Roundtable, pre-cooked dishes have become a major、uh, point of confrontation or. Or disagreements over the internet. Some people like it. Some people really hate it. Now this seems to be like a special edition of that debate, and、uh, I like to get your guys' opinion. Is it no no or is it something、uh, acceptable? Days before the Chinese New Year's Eve, we have seen both、uh, Chinese online e-commerce and grocery platforms, and also traditional supermarkets. They have set up this dedicated section for pre-packaged New Year dishes, and some are sold through live stream e-commerce channels. And、um, the sales of some of the popular dishes, such as Fu Tiao Qiang. In English, it's translated as Buddha jumps over the wall. What is it's that? An, it's an iconic dish in Fujian Province in、okay. southern China, and also、uh, Hua Jiao Ji. In English, fish maw chicken soup. I think it's a type of chicken soup originated from the southern Guangdong Province,、okay. and the sales of the dishes quickly exceeded tens of thousands on these platforms. And also, some culinary brands also launched various gift boxes that contain like eight to twelve. Pre-made dishes for the Chinese New Year's Eve, and the selling point of this is that the meal is ready within three minutes. So that's how convenient the pre-cooked dishes are. There has been hot discussions on social media platforms.、Um, For instance, on Weibo platform, you can see that、um, topics such as seventy percent of consumers of prepared dishes for New Year's Eve dinner are young people, and also topic. Pre-prepared dishes seized the table of the Chinese New Year's Eve dinner, garnered 14 million views. So that's different from previous years. This year, we're definitely seeing the surging popularity of how these pre-made dishes are coming to the table of the Chinese New Year's Eve dinner. And as for whether Chinese consumers they accept pre-made meals or not,、um, Sina Finance launched a poll on the platform of Weibo, and among 2,340 online users, over 40% of them say 
they actually cannot accept prepackaged dishes on their table. While 34% of them say, well, I can accept them if I buy them myself, but I cannot accept the pre-made dishes from the restaurant. And another 24% say they can accept、uh, pre-made dishes as their feast. Li Yi, let me ask you a question. What are the dishes that you have? I mean, are there any pre-cooked dishes in traditional sense? Because where I come from, my grandma, when we used to have these big family gatherings, would start making meatballs and frying、mm. them、uh, many days before that.、Mm. And also on the dinner table, we will have a local delicacy in the form of preserved ducks. Kind of like bacon, but it's、uh, preserved ducks. It's something that we must have on the table, and also not to mention bacon's and sausages, which is、uh, a common existence across the country, if not around the world. Yeah, I think that just depends on how you define pre-cooked dishes. Because as you just said, I believe people either in northern part of China or southern part of China have been actually consuming this kind of quote-unquote pre-cooked dishes for a long time. For example, for the spring festival dinner, especially in northern part of China, we do have a lot of jianghuo or those. Meat or sausages pre-cooked in advance, and you can just simply take it out. Slice and, them. Yes, slice them, and, them、uh, and yeah, and and sometimes even without heating them, they are ready to be consumed on、cold. the、mm-hmm. yes and cold. And、uh, of course, I know people have their different definitions of pre-cooked dishes, and、uh, I would say for most. Dishes on the table on the Spring Festival Eve in my family, we still have fresh cooked dishes. I mean, of course, you gotta have fresh cooked dishes, <laughs> dishes and the vegetables and everything. Especially, we are like a f- small family. The size of the family is not really that big, and fewer family members. So that means it's not that really time consuming for either my mom or for other family members to prepare for a table of grand dishes. But I can really understand. Are you sure? Because、uh, according to Chinese tradition, you're supposed to have a nine-course meal, despite the size of the family. I mean, at, le- at least that's、uh, that runs in my family. Oh, because nine is really the number that's signifying auspicious and longevity and、right. good luck and prosperity、uh-huh. in Chinese culture. No, we don't really have we, that. We leave the the fish dish <laughs> on the table. Oh, fish of course. Yes,、yeah, sure. Fish. fish of course.、Right? But you see, I think the whole process of preparing those dishes. Has really different meaning for different people. Okay. I mean, for younger generations nowadays, they are super busy and they have really quick lifestyle and life pace、mm. uh, already. So that means they don't really want to, you know, spend too much time in terms of preparing for one eve dinner. But for elder generations,、um, especially those people who experienced a time of material scarcity. Spring Festival actually holds a totally different meaning、mm-hmm. for them. A few decades ago, Spring Festival is almost the only occasion that they can consume delicacies, meaning meat, dumplings, and fried、uh, dishes. For example, my father-in-law, he insists on cooking fried vegetable balls, su wanzi, and also fried dough, pai char. So that's very typical snacks in Beijing. So for them. Preparing for this spring festival dishes isn't really that a burden for them compared、mm. with younger generations. 
So I guess maybe they are not really that willing to embrace this pre-cooked dishes idea when it comes to Spring Festival Eve dinner. Yeah, some netizens also express that preparing the New Year's Eve dinner by themselves really is essential in a way that it offers a sense of ritual. For my family too, I'm from the northeastern part of China. Uh, I think the most memorable part of the feast is making the dumplings together with your family members.、Um, we have very clear division of labor. You know, my mom makes the filling, and my dad makes the dough, and my brother <laughs> makes the dumpling wrappers, and me. <laughs> uh, my sister-in-law and I would、um, just fold and.、Uh, Wrap the dumplings.、Mm. So, I think、um, this is not just about the food itself. It's about the family bonding during the whole process. You have this opportunity to chat and laugh together. So that's the precious part of the feast.、Mm-hmm. If you can afford it, then perhaps cooking New Year's Eve dinner is a very important family activity. But then again, if you can't afford the time, then perhaps pre-cooked dishes is an option for you. Especially when this year most of the office workers in this country have to work New Year's Eve. In this case, I mean perhaps it makes some sense to have certain pre-cooked dishes on the dinner table, as long as they are safe and there are no concerns over artificial additives or preservatives. preservatives.、Mm-hmm. And speaking of regarding the concerns over preservatives in pre-cooked dishes, the draft for a national standard for pre-packaged dishes has been submitted,、uh, according to the China News Magazine, and the results could be available in as soon as six months. So maybe next year, when we have that discussion about whether or not we should have pre-cooked dishes on the New Year's Eve dinner table, that part of the concern is gone, and we can rest assured and relaxed. Enjoying playing poker with our families, as compared to going through a lot of a hustle and bustle in the kitchen. There you go. I mean, that's all the time we have for today's discussion or roundtable. If you have any comments or opinions that you would like to share with us, you can write to us at easyfmroundtable at foxmail dot com. Thanks for listening and happy Chinese New Year.